Welcome to No BS Engineering, the podcast for developers around the world who care about their careers. Join us as we share ideas, war stories, and talk with special guests about how developers can up their game and move their career forward. Hey everyone, this is No BS Engineering. I'm here with my friend Cal Evans, and we are super pumped to discuss interviews, do's and don'ts, best practices, poor practices, what to do and what to avoid during interviews. This is a fairly common concept for both interns and junior developers and also experienced developers who are trying to jump into a different sort of uh, career experience or let's say people moving from senior development to technical management or becoming VPs of engineering or even CTO interviews and other famous concepts that uh, we know of. In different practices. Uh, in addition to that, people jump between different sorts of roles and types of companies, from startups to corporations, from agencies to product companies, and we have a, a, a large variety of opportunities, which is why we've compiled and we've gathered some of the best and the worst practices that we have seen during interviews so far. Cal, uh, why don't you start with the first tips? Okay, and for the record, um, the, the, the worst practices are usually the ones that I've done. Um, back when I, uh, I, I'm really surprised, um, especially with the don'ts, that when I was a hiring manager, and I've, I've built several teams, um, I was just really surprised at some of the things that just seemed to be obvious to me, and people don't, uh, they, 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 they ignore it. Let's start with one of the don'ts. Um, the first one, don't look at your phone. And these days in the, in the era of the wearable, don't look at your phone, don't look at your watch, don't look at anything, pay attention and focus on being the moment, being the interviewer. Um, I actually had an interviewee take a call in an interview. And I say interviewee because they were yeah. an employee of mine, but they were, they did interview for a job. They washed out the minute they answered the phone. They just didn't know it. So I, I don't get it. You know, the, be there, be in the moment. Yeah, absolutely. This is, this is definitely a no-no uh, and definitely something that should be avoided. I mean, we do have those social conversations that you don't have to look at your phone even during a, a, a date or a meeting with friends or so, let alone a job interview that you're actually expecting to progress your career at, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to start with the do's and uh, number one is just come prepared. Uh, the most common thing I see at interviews is just someone uh, jumps in and say, well, why did you decide to, to come here? Uh, and they were like, um, well, I saw your offer on a job site. Well, what did you like about the company? <laughs> well, I don't remember any, anymore. Or like, even if they know the company, I know that you're called, let's say, Deverings in that case. Uh, and yeah, what do we do? Like, do you like our products or services? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you know someone else from the team? Um, I haven't checked the team. So, you know, this is pretty much making the worst possible impression. Like, it's almost like grabbing someone out of the door and just bringing them, dragging them in for an interview, it pretty much has the same effect. If you want to build a long-term uh, business relationship with someone, you definitely have to avoid this one. I, I, I totally agree. And uh, I'm guilty of this. I interviewed with a very large Linux distribution um, not too long ago, not, not in the recent past, but not too long ago. And um, it came to that point in the interview. Well, you know, do you have any questions about the company? And I, I will say this. My answer was, no, I've been using your product for X number of years, and 
I know these people that already work here and I've already talked to them about the culture and everything like that. So I, I know that I, I will fit good in this culture. So mm -hmm. I didn't have any questions, but I at least had done my research and can prove to the interviewer that I, I knew what was going on. So you need to be, you need to be seen as knowledgeable. Hey, I'm going to, it looks like I'm doing the don't. So um, I'll, I'll start the, the next one is don't talk bad about your previous employers. I don't care if they ask you, so why did you leave your last company? And the answer is the culture just sucked or they fired me or whatever. Don't talk bad. Find something good to say. I've actually said I'd prefer not to talk about that company if, if I just can't find anything good, um, good to say. Um, and I really only have like one of those on my entire career history. But um, you know, don't talk bad about your previous employers because that immediately sets them to thinking, well, are they going to talk bad about us when they leave us too? So not good advice or not good, not a good idea. Yeah, we've, uh, we've actually had probably a couple of people who weren't quite positive about their previous employers. Uh, and to be honest, uh, we are definitely not going to make the same mistake. So this is definitely a red flag. This is definitely something that you should avoid even if you see all the uh, other green signals and light bulbs and everything else that gives you the, the opportunity to move forward in the interview. So definitely just don't blame your previous employees. Employers. Keep in mind, it's usually a mutual conversation, so it's kind of expected. So yeah, jumping back to the deuce, be honest and don't lie, don't exaggerate, don't try to uh, fake till you make it, as some people say. It's mm -hmm. a lot better to say, I don't know a specific technology, but I'm eager to learn. I'm not familiar with this technology, but at least I've heard what it is all about. I've used a similar technology. Uh, I know what the partings here are or whatever it is, or even just simply say, I don't know. Yeah. There's no shame in not knowing. It's much worse someone asking a couple of follow-up questions and figuring out that you really don't know what you're talking about. And mm -hmm. even, even if they don't really label you as a liar, even if they don't do that, the second possible thing they may say is, these people don't have, they have a false expectation of reality. They have a false perception of their skills, of their know-how. The most common thing I see, especially for recent graduates, people with zero uh, practical job experience, they come from a technical university and their CVs are twice as long as the one of cow, you know, they, they're twice as long as, uh, as yours, pretty much. Because they have, I know C and C++ and Pascal and Delphi and basic and this and that and .NET and Java and Python and Ruby simply because they went to some seminars at school or they, you know, probably undertook a class or probably, probably prepared a simple course project. And I completely understand it. It's tempting. Uh, the more you know, the more you understand you don't know, but it definitely shows a false perception of reality. Yep. I, I absolutely agree with that. And um, it doesn't matter how skilled you think you are at, at covering these things up. It will come back to bite you. Um, I've just watched a um, developer, or a, actually this was a sysadmin, go through this situation where he was not honest on his resume about his um, schooling, and, since, and he got the job, and he was there for oh. six months, and man, he nailed it, and everybody loved him, but when mm. they found out that they could not verify his degree, they had to let him go, and um, yeah. it was, everybody was sad, but on the other hand, the rules exist for a reason, so it will catch up with you. Hey, let me, let me do a big don't. 
don't mention salary. If you sit down in that chair and say, so what you gonna pay me? Immediately, you have ended that interview, whether you know it or not. <laughs> interviewer will broach it at some point. It might not even be in the interview. Um, I've hit that point in my career where salary is either discussed very early on in emails so that we can filter each other out, or yeah. they understand my salary requirements and it's mentioned at the end and we're just, we're narrowing down to a number when, you know, we, we know we're in the right ballpark. I never bring it up. I'm there yeah. to convince them that I am the choice they want to make. And if you're interviewing, that is your sole focus. Just convince them that you can do the job better than anybody else, not to give them the impression that you're just there for the money. Um, when I'm building or teams, I'm building teams for the long term. I don't want people yeah. that are going to be here a year and then move on. So if you immediately pop up and start talking about salary, then I think, you know, I, I might pay you this, but if somebody else pays you this plus 10, you're going to jump ship. So stay focused. Don't bring it. Salary will come up. You'll have your chance to talk about that. You don't bring it up. Let them bring it up. Yes, indeed. Very well said. And since we've already started with salary, definitely practice the question, what are your salary expectations? Just yes. spend the time, spend the time, think about it, do whatever type of due diligence you want and just practice that specific question and just know what you're expected to answer, uh, what are the possible outcomes of, of this answer and everything else that follows up after. And again, um, as Cal mentioned, don't bring up salary too early because you seem like someone who only cares about salary. And we're not saying that you should work for free. We definitely don't want you to do that because it's, it's wrong for the entire ecosystem. But you should be ready to know your number. You should, again, do your due diligence and know what you're fighting for. If you're a junior, you need to decide. Are you aiming for the highest salary possible if you're simply that type of person? Or are you ready to take a certain cut in order to compete with people who may have slightly bit extra experience as compared to you, uh, but you may be someone who's worth investing a little bit more time, effort, and resources in uh, simply because you're not as green. So practice this, don't really overthink it during the interview itself so that you come as someone who has come prepared and knows what they're worth. Practice the saying that number in the mirror. I, I mean, I've been a programmer for 36 years now, and I still do this when I'm on a, uh, before I go to a job interview, I want to be ready for that question. And I don't want to stumble and I don't want to hem haw around and I don't want to be embarrassed about it. So I practice saying it until I can say it in the mirror without flinching. Um, and mm -hmm. then I know I'm ready. Knowing is cool. Sharing knowledge is even cooler. In my book, Uncle Cal's Career Advice for Developers, I share with you five of the most important pieces of career advice I've learned. Get your copy today by pointing a browser at bit.ly slash Uncle Cal. I want to share this knowledge with you. Hey, and that leads me into my next don't. Don't just assume you can wing it, okay? I, I don't care how good you are at ad-libbing or anything like that. If this job is important to you, 
don't waste everyone's time by coming unprepared, okay? okay. Do yeah. your homework. And that goes back to understand what the company is. That goes to understand what the job is. Understand what your salary requirements are. Be ready. And even so much as if you're going to provide a code sample or a repo, make sure it's up to current coding standards. Um, one time when I was interviewing for a WordPress um, position, I had a WordPress plugin out there and I spent an afternoon bringing that up to WordPress's coding standards. And mm, perfect. WordPress's coding standards are kind of goofy in my, in my book, but still I'm working in that community. I'm going to live by their standards and I want to show potential employers that I can live by those standards. So make sure you do that, even though it's, you know, you might think, oh, that's unnecessary or just window dressing. No, that's just polishing up your image. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. And uh, going back to the do's, do arrive early. Just oh, yes. never be late for an interview. You know, if you, and usually it only takes five to 10 minutes earlier. You know, it's more, uh, most of the time it's enough. Of course, if you live in, let's say in Norway, you know, the insane traffic there, like maybe you live in a large metropolitan city with, I don't know, 20 million people or so, you know, the traffic may become a hassle. So definitely do arrive early. Your employer is going to expect to pay you for certain working hours, even if they're fine with the flexibility of you coming in 30 minutes late, an hour late, and then staying after, which is becoming more and more common. Punctuality is important for various reasons, including delivering your time, uh, don't delaying deadlines, delivering a certain iteration that other people should take over and continue, let's say, refactoring, editing, building UIs on top of that, whatever it is. Punctuality is crucial. And just being late for an interview is really a horrible way to just kick it off. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Hey, let's swap back over to the don'ts. Do not answer questions with yes or no okay oh yeah give context if they ask you do you know node don't just say yes say yes i've worked on x i can show you this repo my favorite feature about it is this if they say do you know sql talk about third normal form of databases yeah. Talk about why or how you name tables and fields and what your standards are, things like that. Let them know that you understand the topic, not just a simple yes or no. Because if I ask you, do you know SQL? And you go, yes. <laughs> then we've got five minutes of silence there because I'd expected that conversation to take about five minutes. And <laughs> you've not helped me understand that you're the right person for the job. I need to know that you can talk about it more than just say yes or no. And in addition to that, it also showcases passion for the craft. You know, it's not like, yeah, I know SQL. Yeah, yeah, I know it. It's just like, yeah, of course I know SQL. I know I'm optimizing everything to five, to six, to seven normalization form because I'm a geek. You know, I'm just like <laughs> to know SQL whenever needed because it's better. No, it isn't, of course, but you know what to say. So anyways, it really showcases passion, which uh, also leads me to another do that you need to follow. Do you have at least one question to ask at the end of the interview? Yeah. Make sure that um, whenever, whenever the interview is more or less over, the interviewer is always going to ask you, do you have any questions about the company, the team, the products, whatever it is? And if you don't have anything prepared, it really showcases that either you haven't been paying attention to the interview at all, 
or you don't really care about the, the company or you don't really care about, again, the theme, the products, about your career progress, pretty much about anything, right? Yeah. And, and just coming prepared, preparing probably two or three uh, specific questions that you can ask and also following notes on the interview itself is really going to help you, again, showcase some, some motivation, showcasing some potential to become a great part of the team. And um, yeah, and just mingle with pretty much everyone else. Yeah, and uh, those can be as simple as Mac or PC, you know, just to, you know, get a feel for the development team. Um, how's the team structured? Um, I've worked with very hierarchical teams where you have the director and then you have leads and then junior, seniors and mids and juniors. And I've worked at teams where basically everybody was on the same level except the team lead who was like half a step above everybody else. And, uh, but they still wrote code. So, you know, they, they were very relatable. My favorite though is ask the interviewer if they, when you, when you comes your turn to ask, ask them, what does success look like in this role? Understand what they think you need to do to succeed and make sure you think it's the same thing. Cause if there's a disconnect there, you want to find that early rather than later. Mm, that's, that's wonderful. Uh, yeah. I just, just got drifted away thinking about success <laughs> during the interviews. Anyway, so, uh, start the interview with a smile, just heading a handshake, a good smile, a polite greeting, like, Hello, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure being here. Whatever it is, just, just take it on a positive note. Different studies showcase that the first opinion is being built within the first several seconds. Could be three seconds, seven seconds, whatever it is. And if you come in grumpy, if you just um, head straight through the door and just sit down and, you know, this is creating the impression that probably the entire interview wouldn't be sufficient to, to, to really help you move forward in the next phase of the interview cycle. So, Definitely make sure you come on on a positive note, smiling, happy to be there, comfortable. Just uh, meditate before that if needed, just in order to calm down and everything else. But really, uh, a simple smile and a greeting could help you go a long way uh, throughout the rest of the interview. Yes, and smile where it's appropriate. Don't sit through the entire interview. For those of you who are not watching the video, I had one of those really scary clown grins. Don't don't the sit there. Ones, yeah, yeah you know, don't sit there and just smile the entire time. But where it's appropriate, and especially in that initial greeting, make sure you smile. Hey, let's go back over to the don'ts. Um, you know, I talked about don't answer every question with a simple yes or no. Don't overshare either. Okay, um, if they ask mm -hmm. you, do you know SQL? Don't go into the story about how your dog died. Oh boy. Not relevant. Personal problems, family problems, pet problems, not relevant to the interview unless they specifically ask. And at that point, I get kind of um, wary of the interview process. Don't overshare. Too much information is too much information. Yeah, keep it, keep it simple, the KISS principle. Uh, which also reminds me, listen to the entire question without cutting off the interviewer, without just jumping onto whatever you think you've understood. Mm -hmm. This is fairly important for uh, multiple reasons. First off, culture-wise. Again, just as a smile, people want to make sure that you can work as a part of the team. Mm -hmm. uh, that you can actually go through the entire process of communicating and just having an adult conversation with someone. You don't want to come off as too uh, picky and peacocky and just someone who says, yeah, yeah, I know what you want to know here, so I have my answers prepared because I came to the interview prepared. 
you yeah. don't want to be that guy or gal. You definitely don't want. So uh, just make sure that you can really blend in, be polite, wait for the entire question, not kind of agreeing with, uh, with the stance of the question itself, and then take it from there. It's also important for one more reason. Uh, a common trait, a problem with juniors and some, sometimes even mid-level developers, uh, a common problem is just not reading the entire description of, let's say, a task, an issue, a book, or anything like that. So yep. attention to detail is paramount. And just skipping through half of the question is another bad flag for interviewers that you may potentially be skipping through pretty much everything else at work and just saying, yeah, I got it, I got the gist of it, so I'm going to take it from there and be fine. So again, be polite, take your time, listen to the entire question, nod, and proceed with your answer. Absolutely. Hey, we've walked off, we've, we've marked off all the don'ts, so I'm going to pick up one of your do's um, since we're nearing the end here. Um, one of my favorites, be polite to everyone. Um, I was doing an interview mm -hmm. one time and I was sitting there, I was alone in the office, I was waiting for the interviewer to um, come in and a woman who stuck her head in the door and said, hey, can I get you anything? Can I get you coffee and things? And, yeah, I, I assumed being stereotypical and I understand this. <laughs> Um, I said, oh, you know, she's secretary. That's, that's her job to do this. Is She's the office manager or whatever. That's her job just to make sure that I'm taken care of. Well, the interviewer came in as I was saying goodbye to her because we had talked a little bit. And he, as he's closing the door, he says, you know who that was, right? I right. says, no. He, he gave her name. She says, she's VP of marketing. Oh, you know, wow. Had, had I treated her with any disrespect whatsoever, my You're done. Right You're done. Yeah. You know, I'm not getting hired at all. You don't know who people are. So treat everyone with respect. Be polite to everyone. And, um, and, and this will come across to the interviewer. Um, if you're a senior and you're interviewing for a senior position and juniors are interviewing you, don't look down on them. Help them understand why you're good for the position, but also help them understand how you're going to help them in their career because you're a senior and you can um, help mentor them, you know, but be polite to everybody. Yeah, and of course, you just want to be the, the nice person in the room. And I'm not saying nice as, you know, as a bozo, but just someone who's uh, really getting along with pretty much everyone on the team and someone who's not going to be a pain in the butt. Yeah. Because again, if you're just treating people based on priority, this is normally a problem. Based on hierarchy, based on gender, you know, it's, it's definitely a major problem. You don't want to be that person again. Yeah. So definitely just be polite, be respectful to everyone in the organization. If you're joining a company, meaning that you are going to spend most of your time, daytime, with those people. And you better start on the right foot instead of the wrong one. Because otherwise, it's going to haunt you through the rest of your career in the organization. And Absolutely. having said that, the, the last note that I've got here is follow up after an interview with a thank you note. Oh, yeah. uh, as surprising as it may sound, the interviewing company, the company that you're applying for, they also don't know what the feedback is from you after the interview. You know, they may have said something that worries you. Their payment opportunities may be something against you. Their culture or anything else during the interview may be false. We've actually had interviews that seem to work extremely well and we actually like an applicant and they say, well, no, you know, I don't like the culture. I don't like your too informal, you know, someone getting in suited and then just getting to our office. We do have beanbags, we do have uh, shishas, we do have a bunch of other fun stuff and say, no, this is like I'm looking for more corporate enterprise culture. And we don't know that 
So if you like the company, and not just if you like it, but especially if you like the company, just send a thank you note, um, you know, share your contact details once again and so forth. And this will also help you get a little bit more insight if something didn't really go all too well. And you may even get a second chance if you simply got misunderstood the first time. Yeah, absolutely. Could not agree more. Follow up with that thank you note and, um, you know, just let them know you appreciate their time. And, and I, I've even been told we're not going to move forward with you, but I thank them anyhow because I had a great time interviewing with the people. And should something come up, you've, yeah. still got a, you've got that favorable impression. That last impression they had of you was favorable. So, hey. Yeah. Mario, it's been great um, talking with you. I, we, we get to do this every week, and it's, it's one of the highlights of my week. I just get here, sit here, and um, we get to talk career advice, share the war stories that we've both had, because we've both had a nice, long career. Audience, oh, yeah. thank you for joining us here on No BS Engineering. Hey, if you haven't done so already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please follow us on Twitter, and whatever podcast format you are um, you subscribe to us with, please leave us a rating. Now, if you want to give us feedback, we're on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you at NoBSEngineering. And tell us, tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what you like. Give us ideas for new topics that you'd like to hear. But if we're doing something that we can improve on, please let us know. We'd love to hear your opinion. And we'd love to hear your opinion about our topics. Don't let our voices be the only ones heard. So we'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye.